0: Dog <laughs> my name is Conrad, <laughs> alongside my friend Fox. This is the 179th episode of Space Video 2000. Oh, God. Podcast two oh, Americans are. No, yeah. no. Very, very close. <laughs> Saving this joke for next time. Beautiful. Um, This podcast for two Americans trying to make sense of the UK's own galaxy's greatest comic, 2000 AD. One month of progs at a time. This episode, we're covering 2000 AD for March and April, 1988. Progs 567 to 570. (laughs) This time, the Stones and Dogs Showdown. Tyranny Rex is mixing genres, Rogue Troopers back in action, and Super Surf 10 is burning to its conclusion. So we'll finally crown a winner. Of Oz,
1: I, I was I was half wrong on that one, man. I was I'm yeah I'm surprised and stoked about the whole thing. One
0: of, w- w- one of my greatest regrets was not grilling you for predictions at the end of ah. last episode. So, oh, it's fine.
1: You know. uh, just so everyone knows, just I, I came in thinking Chopper's gonna win and get the get the f out of town. Absolutely, that was my were, that was my stuff going in.
0: <laughs> yeah, close enough. And if you want to read along with us, you'll find the comics we're covering today and Judge Dredd, the complete case. Files 11. I think, hold on, actually. Case Files always moving around on me, Fox. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're still in 11. Right? Yes. Cuddle that out. Anyway, uh, Case Files 11. Rogue Trooper, Tales of New Earth 3. Nemesis, the Warlock book. Oh, wait, no. We we don't got no Nemesis. Never mind that. <laughs> Stronger Dog, SDHD Files 4, and 2000 AD Extreme Edition 21.
1: Oof. Blowing it. Damn. And also, just to... Uh... Put this out there, man. I've never been more attracted to a T-Rex-based woman in my life. I mean, I definitely see where you're coming from,
0: but I've seen sex here. Anyway, let's get <laughs> speaking of which. Thrill one, Tyranny Rex. Oh, man. I I think I think it might actually be later versions of Tyranny Rex. Oh, that's that I'm I mean, thinking about
1: it. It's acceptable. <laughs> uh, the way anyway. where this goes, it gets so gross.
0: It's real good, man. Scripture about John Smith. Art Robot, Steve Dillon, Letting Robot, Tom Frame. So, Prince Rogers Nelson, or a clone thereof, has just finished playing Girls and
1: Boys to, rapt- to rapturous to Applause in some sort of
0: future concert venue. Eh,
1: my favorite thing, of course, being that you don't need security anymore when you have a danger laser screen. <laughs> danger laser screen. I'm just... <laughs> no, fair.
0: Absolutely. pre uh, uh, Direct descendant of the danger acid for all no, those years I mean, ago.
1: Exactly. I mean, danger laser screens. Danger lasers are just dangerous. There's even like a charred corpse like on the actual laser screen. Yeah,
0: it does sort of tease what this thing is uh, capable of. It's very much the laser version of that chicken wire stage from uh, the Blues Brothers, for instance. Right. I mean, it,
1: like it it sets it up and there's
0: payoff. Yeah. Definitely. So now Prince has a new song.
1: Boo!
0: No new stuff. Oh uh, my god! <laughs> he mounts a pair of giant robot legs to perform. Uh, just it. weird. Just weird.
1: I love. I love this idea as, as part of a rock show, though. Like, listen, I'm going to put my legs on. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, his robot pants, which really yeah. just it feels very
0: princey though. I must say, it like does. It's up there. Well, and um, just it,
1: having the doves flying around on stage. <laughs> of course. Very on the nose in certain parts. Yeah. Um, as he does this,
0: Argyle Tyranny Rex hits a button on a controller, and the legs explode, and Prince falls into the laser screen! Oh my god.
1: It, everything, it, everything's purple. Ha <laughs>
0: ha! Later! Tyranny walks through an armored door into a room with a scientist
1: dude. And a picture stoke. of a My Little Pony on the wall?
0: Yeah, classic version of... <laughs> that he's, yeah he's real stoked because their new clones will sell like flapjacks at a fat farm <laughs> <laughs> tyranny, so tosses him, up. Yeah, tyranny tosses him yeah tyranny tossing the skin cells from her claws which we saw last episode mm-hmm. excellent
1: call fox and this boffin lemuel prepares to get to work which oh man when they they, they pan over to the presley jackson lennon springsteen lebon that and i was like what the fuck yeah, yeah. Well, 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 well,
0: that's their long-term project, an overclone clone yeah. of, like you said, Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, John Lennon, Bruce Springsteen, and Simon LeBond. Hey, okay. maybe we could add David Byrne in there and call it Singing
1: Heads. Uh. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Because <laughs> Talking Heads, you see what I'm no, talking I, about? No, I'm, I'm there with you. Because <laughs> of the band Talking Heads, Fox. Oh,
0: <laughs> now they'd be Singing Heads. <laughs> you get it?
1: Son ah, you don't get it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> But we'll never know because the cops <laughs> burst in. Oh, yeah. I mean, no one expects the, I guess, the copyright protection. What detectives? Yeah, no. The FQRPD yeah, tactical squad? you're rumbled oh my
0: (laughs) for body piracy and they're about to be cuffed when tyranny uses her tail to hit the button on the clono mat and the overclone is released so
1: before we go into the most disgusting homunculus ever devised in the pages of this comic i love the warning that's taped to the fucking thing where it says memory input must not be made until somatic development is complete (laughs) she presses that memory input buddy it's not. It, what happens next is just the most disgusting thing I think I've ever seen.
0: Oh, it's a horror! It's like a ten-foot-tall monster. It's got Elvis for a main head, Michael Jackson grown out of its shoulder. One of its arms ends in a Springsteen hand. Ugh. There's like an open. Its rib cage is open. Like you can see, it's it's a circle yeah. with like bones, and just John Lennon's head just chilling out in the middle there. Oh,
1: it's and it just can't really got a, talk.
0: Yeah, and a partially formed LeBond is sort of on his hip, basically. Ugh.
1: It's bad. <laughs> it's really just the most
0: disgusting thing it slurringly sings lonesome tonight as everybody freaks out and this clone (laughs) just seems to be grabbing and like absorbing people just tossing them into
1: Uh, his like body parts and stuff uh, you know i mean it's just it's the the expression is it's sucking me in it's (laughs) uh, it's real bad
0: the cops chase tyranny to a dark room and when the lights come on it's a full pop attack
1: oh my god and they're really everybody's just so oogie
0: Everybody's real oogie singing their hits. There's uh, Grace Jones, Bono, Holly Johnson of Frankie Goes to Hollywood, and Mel and Kim. They all attack. Beautiful uh, tyranny and the science dude Lemuel run as Michael Jackson sings "Beat It," of course. <laughs> um, but as they go, the
1: monster itself grabs Lemuel and kind of inserts him into his body. Oh man! And it's like once we get to there and what he mm-hmm. says, it's uh-huh. bad. <laughs> Tyranny trips and eventually gets caught. There's no escape. We cut to a
0: courtroom where, again, Lemuel, yeah, absorbed into the overclone, really messed up. Says, there's hands inside me. daring me inside me. And then
1: they just tranquilize him so he shuts up so the judge can continue the (laughs) sentence. Well, ominously,
0: the Springsteen head goes up to him and just
1: says, shh, which I don't like at all. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, 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 no. Also, Judge Marvin Richtus. He looks very much like Sydney Greenstreet from like mm-hmm. the Maltese Falcon and stuff. Yeah, September yeah, yeah, May.
0: yeah. He uh so he senses them. Lemuel get life
1: once they find a way to get him out yeah. of the overclone. <laughs> I like that they do him just that dis- that service so yeah. they can then stick well, him in a fucking iso cube for the rest of his life.
0: Well, Tyrity will get death. Yeah, okay.
1: Let's, he says let's it's been burn them at a the pleasure- stake, I guess. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, and he says it's been a pleasure convicting you as he kind of pats this big wad of cash with the with the logo of the record company on it's it. It's so fucked. <laughs> it's real well, because the big like, like the big undernote we, we we've heard from all mm. this stories that they're about to pass a law making all this stuff legal yeah so like they're very much trying to get in their their last link their, their last licks of this stuff mm-hmm. so we cut to tyranny's execution she's been <sighs> tied to a stake in the middle of a
1: big stadium and this Which kind of shirtless, shirtless cobra
0: commander guy comes in yeah, yeah you know, it's right. a weird way to go
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you for calling it before i did it does look like cobra commander without a shirt dog tags i was rushing through, man I, like... I, I had to get there <laughs> oh it's so beautiful
0: <laughs> um Anyway, the Executrix to the control board, presses a button, and (laughs) whazzack! Tyranny goes up in smoke, and she looks real terrifying with just like a gritting skull and stuff. And the crowd
1: seems really shocked by all this. Well, I mean, they are watching a person get burned alive.
0: Well, yeah, but what do you think's going to happen? You know, (laughs) like, I mean, they're not going to not execute her, but everybody does seem to very much not into all this. We then learn, actually, it's not Charity but a clone. Her escape and mock's execution has started a riot in the stadium, making you some kind of instant folk hero, perhaps? I don't know.
1: I mean, whatever. Um, She's, she seems to do the thing that she said that she wasn't interested in doing to her when her boyfriend was like, we should get out of here to a tropical island.
0: Yeah. Maybe she just wasn't interested in going to the tropical island with him. You
1: know? Yeah, I mean, you know. I don't think she's too no. torn up that he got homunculized. The newscaster speculates
0: in all this as a very again, as we said, a very still alive tyranny oh. lounges on the beach. It's lined with blister mines. Trespassers will be vaporized in a bikini. Oh yeah. I mean,
1: at least she was nice enough to put up the uh to put up the signage. It's true. And that cupcakes is what you call a work of art. Oh, I mean, God, she's just so beautiful.
0: Tyranny Rex will return in July. Alright. Yeah, I mean, it's one of these things where, like, maybe the uh, the work of Archie's talking about was the riot and, like, the people embracing yeah. clones or something like that. It's hard to tell because, like, you know, she, she's a performance artist and stuff. Like, there's a lot of um, I, like, I mean, deeper stuff possibly going behind the, di- the surface of tyranny, which is kind of why I say that we got we to pay attention to it because it can get confusing. Yeah,
1: no, that was – I definitely don't know what the whole purpose uh, is trying to be served here, like obviously she wants to make scratch. That's a that's a clear yeah. thing. Well, she wouldn't be doing what she was doing. And but like she
0: when she when the when the newscaster is like talking about how her, her being a folk hero and she calls him a philistine. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, like wrinkle as well. That there's some sort of larger pattern for it's like,
1: it. Yeah, so. uh, that's interesting. It's I I enjoyed this. Um, it got real gross at the end, which I was not expecting in the slightest, which just, like, <laughs> elevated it to a level of schlockiness that I'm I'm so happy that I got to indulge in. Tyranny Rex oh, yeah, is fantastic. Man. These over-clones not to be trifled with. <laughs> it's better than an under-clone, personally. Oh, and speaking of underground, as in rocks, <laughs> go Oh, so my drill God. Two, Strontium Dog. Well done. Just really just bringing your A game right now. <laughs> Always, you know, I got a warm up, so I'm ready to go. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Scripture about Alan Grant and John Wagner.
0: Art about Carlos Cascares. Letter about Gordon Robson. His kid Robson.
1: Oh man, it's time to watch a bunch of mutants get real drunk and hit each other. <laughs> <laughs> Always
0: on the planet Skybo Song Strong team Dog. Face McNulty and his buddies have been hired to guard a distillery for El Dorado Mist, um, but are instead getting drunk on and on the guardables. on
1: each other's boots.
0: Good times. The boss of the place yells at them, and because the um, because apparently this place is mid-burglary as we speak. Yeah, what the hell are you guys doing up here? I hired you to stop this. Yeah. After a stern talking to, the boys head down, mid-face hitting a wall as he goes. <laughs> Meanwhile... <laughs> He just walks right into that thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, Strontium Dogs Durham Red and Johnny Alpha are trying to land, but the air traffic controllers are having a slow, a work slowdown. So you know, maybe a donation, we let you land pretty soon.
1: Yeah. Screw that, though. <laughs> Which I guess you're not going to get shut down by any fucking lasers or like I yeah, don't they're know. They're avoiding something. the missile ranges this time. Oh yeah, actually, yeah.
0: they sort of learned that lesson. pretty hard. Yeah. Screw that, though. Johnny's going to take a. Sh- take the ship in the hard way straight to the distillery Ugh. back there the drunken dogs are getting stuck in as a gunfight breaks out between them and the robbers I'll be they honest fight. for as oh, drunk
1: as they are they are just hitting at, like quite a few people
0: listen like yeah they're like it does not diminish their ability to kill these robbers <laughs> Mid-fight, mid-face loses balance and falls from medium height. As the robbers are gunned down, these stront with the football head checks outside and bumps right into those murderous stones. Oh,
1: man, he is not long for this world, nor his dome. Next,
0: Next time, stepping stone. So all three stones are there bracing so Kenny the Ball, nose. and that guy is drunk. Oh, yeah. He'll take on all six of you. <laughs> He suddenly uh, recogni- Yeah, because you see a double
1: and there's three of no, them. Exactly. He recognizes the stones, but it's too late. They kick him over and squash his head. Yeah, like nothing. He doesn't even lose posture. He just kicks him in the stomach and then boom, right on the dome.
0: Bad times. They snag his badge. It's apparently worth an extra 50000 which is interesting to know. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are beating a retreat, but rather than just leave it to Kenny Ball at the gate, Minface hits their truck with their grenades and blows him up, but oh. also blows up all the booze. Oh. oh, the humanity. Oh, speaking of humanity, it's the Stones. Uh, Johnny Redder Red are coming in hot. They full on, oh, meh. No, they, they just plow into the distillery. I'm not going to make a reference here. Um... <laughs> Flint, shout out to Stephen Reed, um, goes, to, goes to investigate as the other stone men and the stone lady advance on Midface face and the boys. The vulture dude recognizes them as the stonj and they open fire. But <laughs> you mean the no stains? Effect. Yeah, let's put mid in there. He doesn't know what that's, you're talking about. That's
1: so great. I love everybody's just got their own pronunciation and they're all drunk.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Their guns, of course, have no effect on these rock dudes. Meanwhile, Johnny and Red are on their way when Flint finds them. <gasps> Next, stone broke. <sniffs> but Johnny's done all this stuff before, though. You know, he fires a number four at Flint, but that
1: granulean dodges it. Which, I mean, you know, good on him for knowing that uh, this is also probably why you don't want to shout number four cartridge when shooting at somebody. You know, it's
0: a high risk, high reward in terms <laughs> of like awesomeness versus damage, you know. That's true. Boat flies past Vin Face and the Boyos and blows up the rest of the distillery, alerting the other stones. <laughs> Vin Face tosses a second grenade at the rock man. He just kind of catches it and blows up in his hands quite coolly. Honestly, that's a, It
1: is like a thing where I'm like, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. Meanwhile, Johnny is knocked out by a toolbox to the face. Oh, I so, mean, it's just he just like. But I loved this throw. It just like smashes <laughs> right yeah. into the thing. Um, so Durham Red grabs Johnny's gun and blasts that killer away. Which I mean, I like the whole time she she was doing it. He's sort of like knocked out. She's like, "Mind if I borrow this?" Didn't think so. I'll be back, and then just gets Oosh. down on a knee and just destroys yeah. him, blows the heck out of him. Um, meanwhile,
0: uh, sorry, at the same time, Ben Face is getting pretty desperate. He's attacking the rock man with a lump of <laughs> butt and a kick to his literal stones, but just hurts his head and foot. Help me, Bob. He says, uh, Kenny da- uh Dalglish never had to deal with this problem. That's a Scottish
1: uh, soccer star.
0: Okay. The rock lady goes to attack when Red shows up and blasts
1: her to bits. Man, important these guys are, have are just yeah, crumbling.
0: Yeah, and it's important to have at least one female villain that that the female hero can fight. That's just the math of this stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, Red drops... Um, sorry, blah, blah. Oh, gosh. So, Red uh, draws down on the final stone, but he grabs Midden Face. It's a showdown, or it would be, but, like, Red's actually pretty cool with, like, shooting <laughs> Midden Face. It's, it's <laughs> no
1: secret that she just kind of thinks of him as a lout.
0: Yeah, so whatever. But then Johnny comes in and stops her because they need
1: to question him. Hey, man, we need to keep this rock man alive. Uh, but, you know, for as, uh for as... Serious as Johnny is for this, just the next episode, he's just immediately going to start torturing this man. It's pretty good, yeah, but before that, the Rockman
0: isn't surrendering. He tosses Midden Face at Red, which disarms her. It's squashy time. Oh, man, and I I love the return of the time trap. Next, Headstone. But yeah, like you said, Johnny's got these extra weapons besides his blaster. And he time traps Rocky Stone. He's caught in there like a common Nelson Bunker Creelman. Oh, baby, such a callback. Love it. Always, um, so because he's looping, the dogs can sort of relax and get their bearings. Kenny Ball is discovered dead, and Johnny wants to know just what the heck is going on here. Uh, it's time to it's time to shoot some legs off. Yeah, his gun recovered. He turns off the time trap and has the drop on Rocky, the Rock Man.
1: He the stone refuses to talk, so Johnny number threes his legs off. <laughs> just it's just the most horrific thing. He's still alive. Doesn't seem to feel that his legs nah. are gone. He's just on his thigh stumps, like real, real casual. About. I know he's stone cold.
0: Oh, oh. oh <laughs> <beard> mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. On stump- on stumps. Rocky admits he was hired by a guy named Gert Morlock on Scooby's World, but the dogs are pretty sure he's lying here. So, <laughs> Scooby's blows- World, Scooby's World, zoinks. <laughs> so Johnny blows off his arm and Rocky swears it's true he's like hey listen man I'm really not fucking
1: around here yeah
0: this guy hates strontium dogs he's paying 50,000 a head
1: what I really love is just like his banter with Red at this point he's like hey you think he's telling the truth well if he isn't then he won't ever so you know (laughs) anyhow he has told the truth but listen like he still killed five strontium dogs we can't Mm. just let
0: you go so instead Johnny blows him away
1: Oh my God! At least just- he
0: came with his own headstone.
1: Oh, oh. <laughs>
0: suddenly the distillery manager arrives and finds oh. his entire building destroyed. <laughs> terrible times.
1: I mean, they, to to be fair, he stipulated that he wanted protection against the raiders, not that they shouldn't destroy his entire. Fucking business. I love that Face feels no shame about this at all and like no. is offering
0: Red and Johnny more booze as they start heading out.
1: <laughs> no nah, man, they but, got other they got other things to do.
0: Yeah, they gotta talk to Morlock and figure out what's going on here. Face wishes him well, gets back to drinking. Hey, you know. You have your priorities, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Next time, dog's blood. Oof. And now that we've taken out the stones, we're getting back to more traditional uh, dog-based strontium dog, um, um, strontium dog. Next time pun.
1: So I don't know if I'll we'll keep
0: uh, reading these out.
1: You know, no, it's I. Really I mean the stone the, the stone-based humor was fantastic.
0: Yeah, so we're entering the final act of this here story, Fox, with um, trying to figure out who's paying who's paying for all these strontium dogs to be killed and stuff like
1: that. Uh I'm, you know, I I mean it's either going to be someone that we've knew from before. Or it's gonna be some new person with uh, you know, just a bone to pick, I guess. Probably hey, I a human. will
0: I will spoil you, Fox, by saying that it's actually both. So good times.
1: Oh, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Listen. Both someone we've met before and so and a new person with a bone to pick. It's gonna be good.
1: All right. I'm I'm curious. My I mean yeah. I I love strontium dog man. Why is this never Definitely. bad? You know, it's really like
0: um, I, I just love these 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 uh, Iscara stories, man. They're so great. They're just so much fun. The action's really good. Like we're like mm. um, just mixing like the gunfights and the stones menacing, like Vin Face and his guys with Johnny Alpha and Durham Red crashing
1: their ship and stuff. All that it's, stuff's really amazing. Yeah, it's really. I don't know. It's just always kind of keeping pace. I'm, I'm, it's just never a bad time when, when you have a Strontium no, dog it's in just, your comic. It's the
0: ultimate like a uh, prog opener story, I think.
1: Yeah. Like, I agree.
0: Like, either a prog opener or a prog ender. That's really how I define mm-hmm. this era of Strontium dog. You know, they're really in these, in those sort of important spots in, in, in the comic because they can be counted on.
1: Yeah, exactly. To
0: have a good story that, that's fun and interesting and action packed, you know? Yeah.
1: Keeps things moving while also just, yeah, just adding to that thrill power. Absolutely.
0: And uh, on the topic of um m- of a mysterious um orders of a murder fox, what? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Throw three rogue trooper. He's back. I guess called that's right the
1: legend. It's not hit two. Yeah,
0: not not yet. Uh, script about Simon Geller. Art about Steve Dillon. Letter about Gordon Robson. Yeah, so Rogue Trooper's back. Um, once again challenging me in these recaps I write to type out rogue instead of rouge. Um. <laughs> We last saw Rogue Trooper finish hit one thirty-six Progs ago in uh, July of nineteen eighty-seven. So it's time for a recap. That's what this is. It's a two-page. It's a two-page uh, black and white spread called "The Legend," hosted yeah. by Sexy GI Doll Venus
1: Blue Jeans, well, or at least their apparition
0: yeah. of a ghost version, animated by some by some freaking aliens. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. You know, yeah. Yeah, and so this is just a general recap of Rogue Trooper. We go, you know, New Earth, Quartz Massacre, Helm, Gunner, and Bagman being their respective pieces of war gear, Hunt for the Traitor General. We skip the Horst story and a lot of stuff with the Beamers. But now he's on a quest. He's aided by aliens, and he's got to kill 12 key figures. I think it was 18 previously. Oh, but really? Not, they've cut it down to 12, and they've done one, so 11 left. Um, and then the Galactic War will end. He's yeah. already killed one, so eleven to go, I guess, hey, so trooper is back,
1: not so bad, you know, I'm I like I said, went after hit one, especially I, I wish they didn't gloss over this so much, but I mean, hit one was hilarious at the end, <laughs> I mean, just going from one
0: uh one double to the next, and stuff like that, I mean interesting stuff
1: it's it was I mean that's the part I liked the most, but it was yeah. you know,
0: You got taken out by a mop dude, you know there was a of oh, that's on. right, so. Anyhow, uh, but I feel like this was a last-minute addition, I think, because it's only two pages, and they were, like, yeah. worried about it, because we then start Hit 2 with another recap of, yeah. time, of, a, of a rogue trooper. You know, uh, future warrior killing dudes led by aliens in a blue bay, biochips are involved, et cetera. Yeah, th- <sighs> this feels like... Um, like sometimes they do a sequel to a movie, and while the movie has the usual like sort of refreshing you about things um, mm. stuff, they might also have like a like a in Major League
1: One, this happened. Oh <laughs> yeah, situation. I mean, uh, have you ever seen Cave Dwellers or Cave Dwellers Two? I don't it was, know. It if was I on have. it was on Mystery Science Theater. But like oh yeah, yeah, a yeah, yeah. Portion, Ator, like, of course, yeah, eight. Yes, yeah. exactly. So the first like five to ten minutes is just a a recap of the original cave dwellers and you're just like what yeah. the fuck <laughs> like it's it's almost as confusing as Conan. All I know is, yeah, but this one
0: has a hang glider. That, that's very oh. very obviously just a modern hang glider. Would Not even a lot of steps have been taken to make it look like it would be a fantasy oh, world hang glider. I mean,
1: zero steps were taken. It's just a hang glider.
0: Like, oh, where'd you machine those
1: aluminum uh, rods there, Ator? Give me I mean, a break. he killed the animal, skinned it, and then turned it into this hang glider. Like, it's just, he just does it. It was fantastic. It's such good hey. schlock.
0: Yeah, no more talking about Rogue Trooper. Or th- this is our show now. Mm-hmm.
1: No, um, okay.
0: <laughs> so Rogue and the Chips are warping onto a Souther base for their second hit, but there's no ale!
1: Well, and it's it's the it's the most crazy face I've ever seen him make. It's just like
0: give this trooper ale. Oh yeah, wow, is, um,
1: <laughs> fantastic!
0: <laughs> yeah, only Bagman thinking fast keeps Rogue from like basically suffocating
1: to death by just popping uh, out a a fucking yeah, like an air breath mask. Yeah, like you would get in a in a crashing airplane. Totally, yeah. Put yours on
0: before you put it on your baby Rogue Trooper. But,
1: <laughs> before um, you put it on your chips.
0: Yeah. So he's breathing okay. He's bouncing around in the low gravity. This moon there on, avoiding <laughs>
1: patrols as the chips gripe that they should have gotten more advanced warning about this situation. This will be something that continues to be said, and as well as R&R. Indeed. Rogue checks his wrist dealy <laughs> and sees that the marshal of the base is the
0: target. Uh, Rogue enters a building overhears that the troops are about to be on parade and he's like I haven't even bowled my boots mm-hmm. uh, Rogue decides on the oldest trick in the book of course he knocks out that boot polisher to bow one's boots is to also to polish the fox, mm-hmm. FYI anyhow he puts this on this guy's uniform and rushes into line the marshal's I'm... reviewing the troops telling him to get haircuts and all that I, kind of stuff I
1: love how this ends up working out right
0: yeah. <laughs> he's actually he's not like a bad guy and he's just, like, trying to, you know, get these guys going. And the marshal sees Rogue. He's like, this guy, get a medic. This guy's freezing to death. He's turned blue. He's,
1: like, so nice about it. And then immediately just gets shot in the guts. <laughs> Important to know that first Rogue strips strips down and then shoots him in the guts. Oh, yeah. You know, you, much like any uh, actor, you don't want to wear the helmet the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. He's more of a Stallone than a Carl yeah, Urban. Exactly. Indeed. Exactly.
1: Yeah, so Rogue strips, he kills the general, Bagman hits a flashbang, and they get the hell out of there. I mean, you know, some classic Rogue stuff. I like how, I like how it's, it's just really moving forward pretty quick, unlike Hit 1. Indeed. Yeah, post-hit Rogue is on the run.
0: Well, I mean he's on the bounce because of the low gravity. He's uh <laughs> running as the chips tell him to teleport away, but Rogue wants to hang on for a moment. He's running around blasting and he explains that he wants to negotiate with the aliens a bit, try to get some more pre-hit and
1: intel, and some post-hit rest and recreation. I love the I love the little like floaty sled. <laughs> <laughs> that mm-hmm. he's like shooting at, like that's good zero
0: G weapons here for sure. Mm-hmm. He tells Bagman
1: to transmit the message to
0: the aliens. Meanwhile, on Earth, a bunch of dudes in suits, including one kind of big guy with sweet sideburns and a man bun, seems to have picked up on Rogue. Dude, here I should mention, also, this office is full of uh future office ladies looking good.
1: Yeah, man, love the hairstyles.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's one bald one. There's one with a really uh, two others with some pretty wacky hairstyles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bagman transmits, and the boys are just waiting. When suddenly the wall blows out because the, the <laughs> Southers are there with the big las cannon.
1: Just like, listen, man, you can come out, or we're just gonna blow up our own fucking building. We don't have a problem with this. Surrender or die. Suddenly, there's a flash, and then in the hole in the hole in the wall, it's Venus speaking of fantastic hair, I mean, this is some like uh why am I forgetting his name mr Monday dr Monday
0: yeah, 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 yeah yeah, <clears throat> uh Captain Monday from the very earliest um dan dare to space <laughs> space yeah two thousand episodes, the oh, King man. of Mars. Absolutely. So, Fox, enter Venus and she's dressed in yellow yoke, or at least bright light, and Rogue makes his request. Some <laughs> R&R and then intelligence reports on hit three. The Souther's open fire as Rogue negotiates. They bring the big cannon
1: to bear as Rogue escapes Oof. out a the window, crawls to the rubble. And, uh, you know, I kind of like he's not doing his full Bugs Bunny, but he does like no, submerge close. himself in a bunch of debris and then Never- erupt later.
0: Yeah, whenever Rogue pops out, I'm like, ah, yes, this is classic Rogue Trooper, So Uh. classic. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, the troops are closing in, but it seems the teleporter has changed locations now to New Earth. They've Mm -hmm. met his demands. Oh, Warpside New Earth. That's his home, man. That's where he's from. On Earth, on regular Earth, Man Bun and his assistant talk about their response (laughs) to the hit. Their closest compound was 11 hours away from the strike, so they can't. You know, so they could get there in time, but they can't afford to be reactive about this. Man Bun says it's time for a fresh approach. Call a meeting of
1: the Seekers. He looks like the Kingpin if the Kingpin had hair.
0: Definitely, yeah. I'm kind of struggling to figure out exactly what he looks like, but he's definitely got that look. Kind of a meatloafy look, kind oh, of. Oh, yeah. A meatloaf Something meets like Brando.
1: That. Yeah. Anyway, next time on Rogue Trooper, a world of our own. Yeah. You know, nice. And, you know, honestly, it's not, I mean, I don't, I, you know, I won't damn myself by getting too excited for Rogue Trooper quite yet, but, you know, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm liking the direction of Hit 2 so far. It's been very, very snappy, which is not, like, normal fare, I feel like, for, for Rogue Trooper.
0: Yeah, I mean, this one's very, like, I mean, we basically finished Hit 2, you know? Yeah. Um, next up, we're gonna have some R and R, and we're going to hit three actually pretty soon. We should awesome. get through four hits, th- you know, through through to hit four by the end of this year.
1: Well and I like you know, just sort of in the back of the last two um, episodes, they're you know, yeah. they're get alluding ominous. to yeah, exactly. There's some A there's some setup
0: conspiracy there. going on. Definitely. I um,
1: you know, I really can't wait for the secret reveal that all of the assassinations that he's doing are actually taking out key figures for uh, you know, not from actual aliens, but from people who have tricked him once again to do their dirty work.
0: Always getting tricked, that rogue trooper, man.
1: Yeah. It's just <laughs> like, just give up, man. Just be an assassin. Like, stop fighting yeah. for a thing.
0: <laughs> Chill out. You know, stop and smell the roses every once in a while. Right. And speaking of uh, checking out random things, oh. it's Non-Thrills Covers
1: at Nerve Center. Man, oh, man. The covers are can- covers are all right this, uh, yeah, this month. Just- Doing some intro to Oz, then actual Oz can mm. be very exciting.
0: So Prog 567. It's the first of three chopper covers as he
1: and Jug head out, head out into the big wet in I'm, this I, cover by Liam Sharp. I'm really enjoying it, man. Like just to, you know, because there's yeah, you you mentioned that there's three. This is not my favorite one, uh, but it is pretty fucking sweet.
0: No, it's nice, absolutely. Yeah. Um, in the nerve center Tharg announces the rogue trooper prologue and a future shock by, by Glenn Fabry there's a picture of Thargo Nightingale and a heartless killer who's this war droid, droid guy sniffing a rose with a couple guns and a big sword man looking good yeah like this guy letters ask about the voting coupons they shame Johnny Alpha for not liking Durham Red despite you know all those I times
1: mean. She, she tried to kill him and stuff he's, he's liking her man he's just yeah. playing hard to get Definitely. There's a, re- a complaint about missing staples in a recent
0: Prague. Oh. And a series of questions that can be answered thusly. No plans for a return of Sam Slade. I'll let you know. He'll, he'll be back in 1991. Oh. The symbols next to Tharg's portrait in the nerve center are uh, Kantanka, an alien language that's that's just reading Tharg's nerve center. Really? There's no plans for... I mean, that's a made-up language. Like It doesn't actually exist anywhere. So it's just mm. sort of... Yeah. Let's, they're, they're just random symbols, basically. Um, there's no plans for a Bradley shirt And those scissors uh, by the voting coupon Are for three-figured aliens <laughs> And the prog ends with um, The first of four Like full-on Like uh, Oz pin-ups oh, yeah, a big dread and a tiny chopper This time by Will
1: Simpson Man, there is one I, I think it might be in 570 That is the most gross dread I've ever seen in my life
0: <laughs> I think you're thinking of 569 But I we'll get am to
1: thinking it. of 569, you are correct
0: 568, the hit rolls on with a very painterly Rogue Trooper cover by Steve Dillon, I think. Yeah. It, you know, it looks I different like, from his usual art, but it's got yeah. sort of a painted look. Yeah, I, I like it. It's very pastel. Indeed, yeah, like that 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 bright blue of a rogue mm. trooper. In the nerve center, Thug's pretty pumped about the return of Rogue and General Hollywood news. There's a picture of Dredd destroying a RoboCop destroying Robocop in a copyright dispute, <laughs> and a judge Harrison Ford. A pair of letters accuse RoboCop of being a dread
1: ripoff, which we've discussed uh, previously,
0: which n- not quite, but no. I, can see how, how, yeah.
1: I can see how you'd think that, but I don't think it's true. I mean, RoboCop is one of the best action films ever made by man, but... It's also, yeah, in that, in that sweet, in that
0: Verhoeven sweet spot, I think. Oh, man. Like, Verhoeven, man. When making he was... those action movies I love so much. Right. Yeah, RoboCop, uh, Total Recall, all that shit. Um, anyway, um, and then everybody else is reacting to the reported casting of Sylvester Stallone as Judge Dredd, mm. and you can really see just the 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 layers of Hollywood developmental here, um, hell here, as this casting is known, but that movie won't be out for like seven years in 1995, oh. you know? Oof. Yeah. As we're recording this, I just saw uh, Rambo, Last Blood, so I'm in a very Stallone kind of mood right now. Anyway. Um, mid-prog there's more dates for brian talbot's luther arkwright signings barry kitson Mm. gives us another and and then barry Barry, Barry kitson gives us another oz pin up at the end of this prog this time just chopper flying through space world doing some cosmic surfing yeah it's fun just i i I like this one as a solo chopper one so many of these are big dread little chopper um oh yeah
1: yeah bug 569 a trial by fire this one's pretty sick this is my second top but totally the, yeah. yeah it's really john cool.
0: higgins drawing chopper Server through gasoline alley it's real nice um in the nerve center Tharg announces that 2008 is printed on 100 recycled paper there are pictures of a hammerstein tharg hybrid a muscular judge universe
1: yeah that's also really awkward
0: yeah not not some weird ones here um letters include questions about tharg's funny titles 2008 being read on the soap opera crossroads And whether Tharg um, adds the titles to the letters. And one writer just wants to see his name in print. (laughs) Midprog is another gig guide. But this one is for Tharg appearing on the Micronet. Okay. Which seems to be some kind of early BBS service. But I I looked it up and it's kind of interesting. Because you can kind of... Like on your computer, you can kind of get to like a main page. Or or you dial in... Like it's not a modem. You use like your phone. Oh. (laughs) And you have to dial a number to get to like the main page and then you're dialing like extensions like on the buttons of your phone to get to different pages inside the bbs and stuff fucking weird it's just some crazy like i mean i mean i think it's great just because it's like this like weird 1988 version of the internet you know <laughs> like, it's like six years before i feel like even like i knew what the internet was, was at all you know yeah um Anyway, speaking of computers, there's also some digi drawings, which are computer oh, yeah. fan art.
1: Terry of ABC Warriors being the best.
0: Oh, yeah. There's also a uh, Ronnie Alpha, the Strontium Prez, a Bradley, a Dreadface, and just some Dread Helmet computer wallpaper, basically. Mm. <laughs> um, and then just 569 is, just, we're burning it down on non thrills. Um, we also get um, a bunch of contest winners. Oh, yeah. The, uh... The, the Star Trek novels from Prog 520, 525, which is over 40 Progs ago. Uh, <laughs> Real Ghostbusters from 543 and the Rubik's Magic from 547. The Prague ends with another big Dread tiny yes! pin pinup this time by Liam Sharp. And his Dread is massively muscled and very
1: disturbing. I love his, <laughs> it's his face. It's just the wrinkles yeah. all over it and just like the, the neck. Like it's, it's so and, thick. And, and, he he he's got like, what, like a like a weird grin and stuff too. Yeah, like, like, it's, it's a, like maybe his lips very, just can't actually wrap around his teeth.
0: Yeah, it's a very like this is what people um who have nightmares of dread dream of kind of. Yes, look. Prog Five Seventy Jim Bakey provides the final Oz cover with Chopper and Jug trading pate on that final stretch of the race. This,
1: this one I love the most. It's just like so like colorfully detailed, you know. It yeah, reminds me of like uh, early, or I should say like well, it's not quite the same, but like late Archie comics and stuff like this. Mm, it's got that kind of shading to it. Well,
0: yeah, no, I, I after talking about it. yeah, it's, it's 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 got kind of a like a fresh, bright style that I think is yeah. really good. Um, yeah, so the, we're, we're we're at the final stretch, and the loser is. <laughs> In the nerve center, Tharg announces the end of Oz. There's pictures of a Gomer Pyle-esque Pogue trooper. Oh yeah, and a uh, real and a mega skater wall riding past dread. <laughs> Letters ask if girls can read 2000 AD. Promote an anarchist uprising against Tharg. A oh. very complimentary letter for Tharg, and a re- reader professing his love for someone called Mary Rose. Good for you. Yeah. Mid Prague, the difference will oh, yeah. surprise you. It's a preview for the Simon Harrison Strontium Dog with a Durham Red and Johnny Alpha. Thanks, uh, I hate it.
1: Yeah, no i I really don't like it. I'm gonna be honest.
0: Well, sorry, Fox. This is where you're gonna be living in the second half of 1988, buddy, oh. and going forward. All right, what Fuck you? <laughs> yeah, that's really. Right. Yeah, we'll 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 get there. But, but what about? It's why I've been speaking so wistfully about this Strontium Dog Stone story. Oh. Because, like, um, after this one, there's one more Iscara Strontium Dog story, and then we're under new management. But Escara I mean, this is his comic. I mean, he'll come back to it. Oh, okay. In, like, 2004. Oh, God. <laughs> or, no, 1100. In the 1100s, <sighs> for sure. Anyway.
1: All right. Like, let yeah, I mean, I don't want to
0: poison you too much, but listen. I mean, the God.
1: well's already fucking full of it, so fuck it.
0: Hey, imagine, you know, as always, imagine the good ship uh, to, uh Space Spinner 2000, like, currently on smooth ocean, but uh. there are storm clouds in the distance.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, I'll buckle up.
0: Yeah. Um, there's, uh, that's followed by a John
1: Brosnan sour-ass flicks column. Dude, I which... just want to kick this man in the nuts, I feel like. <laughs> not to mention like i cuz i didn't get through all of it but when it's mm. like i'm not saying they don't make coffee anymore in science fiction movies etc et yeah. like, what the fuck no, are you talking thing, about the whole thing seems to be based around being angry for women not just
0: making coffee in in, in sci-fi like it, it yeah. reminds me a lot of um you know, in uh, the movie Galaxy Quest, how Sigourney Weaver says like all she did on the show was repeat what yeah. the uh, computer said. Like it feels like he's very much pining for those days. Which or maybe he's being sarcastic about it. Maybe. It's hard to tell. You know, uh, like, yeah.
1: And then because and then he specifically yeah. pulls a quote from a woman who talks about how. Or who is a, a journalist who's reviewing Robocop? Where she's just like, I want my money back, I want my time back, and I want most of all of my innocence back. But he hated
0: Robocops. So like, yeah. I don't
1: understand. It's like, all. This thing's what's confusing. Going on. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um but, yeah, so he also talks, like, in the column he talks, um, he has some loving insults for the actress Anne Robinson, who did make coffee in mm-hmm. um, old science fiction movies, of the 1980s War of the World miniseries, and a rather in-depth look at John Malkovich sci-fi rom- uh, rom-com Making Mr. Right. Um, yeah. Which is weird just because, like, it's odd to see John Malkovich as a romantic lead, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, he sort of defined more
1: of a space of being a weirdo in uh, movies than yeah, man. the one uh, that like, gets the girl. Exactly. It, it was just – I didn't even know of this movie. No,
0: this is one of those forgotten ones for sure. Um, not forgotten is a brief reference to The Running Man, which I really appreciate, but John Brons- R- Bronson hates because whatever. Uh, yeah, um, it's just weird. Why would you hate The Running Man? But why would you hate movies so much and then write a movie column yeah. generally? <laughs> like i just I, I i haven't seen him discuss anything that's good you know yeah no so, i
1: can't i can't think of one thing where he's like this this movie that came out was fantastic like he's just slagging off these classic 80s schlocky
0: action yeah, movies you know or, or yeah, you know what movies. i'll even
1: amend this while i won't give it my bottom thrill that flicks gets my bottom thrill
0: yeah get out of here um <laughs> After this, we got a preview page for summer 1988. There's a Nemesis Deathbringer, which is coming in Frog 586, about all sixteen right. from now. Z- uh, Zenith Phase Two in yeah. 589, and then a, a Slain mini series coming with a teaser in 582, and then <sighs> finally in 589.
1: No mini series. Give me Slain for like two years or something. I don't. I want more Slain.
0: Listen, you're again. You're gonna get all the Slain your ass can handle in 89. That's the big year for that. All right. Um, the Prague ends with a dread pinup by Mark Farmer, and I think this one could have been good, but it's got a really big problem in it, Fox, which is that like <sighs> dread, it's, it's 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 saying like you know dread he's on the mega city skyline. The title yeah. is back in the big meg next Prague, but the city seems to be in the middle of this big red sunset, so yeah. the entire background is red. And then the uh, the lights falling on Dredd sort of highlighting his back and, like, the, the left he side of him. He looks so skinny. Yeah, so he, his body blends in with the background, and it makes him look incredibly, like, like weirdly thin and yeah. slight. Yeah. Like he lost
1: 75% of his muscle mass.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's less like a big tough dread and more like the end of the cursed earth where he's like beaten and emaciated (laughs) by dread, you know? Exactly. Which is weird because, yeah, it it makes him not look imposing. It makes it look like, whoa, like the city's going to have something to give back to dread, you know? (laughs)
1: Exactly.
0: But... you know talking of the man himself fox
1: oh man i cannot wait let's start talking about it right now stop making me wait Conrad. come on get on with it do it come on man let's go all right (laughs) thrill five haphazard no fuck you thrill four judge red fantastic all right now i'm back yeah, script robot John Wagner and Alan Grant. Art robots Barry Kitson and Jim Bakey. learning about Tom Frame. Oh yeah, baby! Now let's sprint to the finish. Yeah, let's uh, let's go on like a like a water tube ride.
0: Barry Kitson's on art and Super Surf Seven or Super Surf Ten, I should say, is underway. And the two leaders, Chopper and Judge McK- Jug McKenzie, have both wiped out on their hoverboards going down a massive water slide. They regain their bearing as the rest of the pack catches up to them. Chopper and Jug kind of yell at each other and try to get going again as the second cluster of racers also hit the slide. Jug's off as Chopper desperately tries to get to start his board again. He does. That'll be
1: fine. Is he too far behind? No. At the finish
0: line, Judge Bruce wonders if Chopper will just sort of ditch out now because there's no way he can win the race. No way, man.
1: Not Chopper. Dredd
0: isn't worried because Chopper doesn't know how to quit. Which, you know, admirable. Yeah, we see him already sprinting, quickly overtaking several people who have passed him as Jug Jug is closing in on the leaders. A montage of the surfers, um, as the surfers go, that we see them pass the opera house and several futuristic landscapes, including some swinging wrecking balls, which take out one racer.
1: Yeah, which is horrific, I'd imagine. Pretty good. It hit him like a wrecking wrecking ball. Um, pass I'm, I'm yeah i'm, I'm just <laughs> i'm i'm trying my hardest here sickness is catching me man
0: oh no choppers approaching the leaders with only 60 meters behind jug everyone's pouring on speed as they head to space world tension.
1: oh man i didn't actually see that that was where they were heading when i was reading it so when they're suddenly in space in the next prog that i'm reading i'm like what yeah. the fuck happened? Yes, yeah, Space are World
0: seems to be a recreation of the solar system, though not quite to scale. They're shooting the rings of Saturn with Dallas Hall and Nikolai Stahl in front, then Dave Gonzo, Le the chef de surf, with Jug and <laughs> Chopper behind them both. Uh, the Chopper, sh- uh, the Chop shoots through the, through the asteroid belt, throwing caution to the wind. Behind the stars and planets, there's also this black pedestrian walkway, which Gonzo clips and goes flying into a spiky star formation, yeah, killing like, him. He's out. Like, like, who put that there? You know? You know, it's just kind of, <laughs> you got to brighten up the space. You know, you kind of have like, like some comets and stuff as part of your uh, big I, solar system.
1: But it's a literal just giant needle sphere. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what,
0: how, how are you going to represent a star? Make it a circle? That's dumb, man. They twinkle. I mean, so they got to have spikes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Oh my god, I love it. I can't believe you're making me after talk about this fox. It's so obvious I, on his face. I Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Chopper passes LePlanc and
1: and uh, um as they near Mars and he's catching up with the leaders as he as they exit. Yeah, the man is taking a lot of big risks just to make up small amounts of time. It, it's like a, yeah. it makes sense from a racing standpoint. I really loved this because it would yeah, guide he, you through exactly like what he's about to do and how hard it's going to be.
0: Yeah, it's sort it's of telling same. you in the present tense, like Chopper's thoughts and feelings and strategy yeah. and stuff. Like he he passed another another race by blast through through the turnstiles and stuff. Suddenly, Choppers in fourth beautiful it's the home stretch the crowd goes wild for the final section the officials cover the area in gasoline.
1: just just really guys just yeah uh, listen spraying the whole place with giant hoses of gasoline then petrol as they arrive
0: they light a match and phoom, the whole place goes up it's gasoline alley buddy
1: i i mean just wow
0: we see dread readying his lawgiver taking the safety off again as the surfers head into the inferno chopper has a moment to choose going into the fire and risking Dred's bullet or the safety of the rad back for a moment he hesitates Then he hits the throttle into the flames chopper for super surf
1: beautiful
0: So Jim Bakey of Skiz fame is closing us out here on Oz as the flaming gasoline alley is full of fire and smoke.
1: It's so fucking good.
0: It's really great. Absolutely. Totally. Um, Chopper's in fourth and he veers off to try for a dangerous uh, shortcut flying straight through a
1: flaming building. He emerges right into the pack of of the racers. He's, I mean, he's just taken all these death dives. I was, like, it was just so awesome seeing him go through burning wreck.
0: Like, I mean, at this point, the entire world
1: that the surfers are in is just one of fire and crumbling buildings and smoke which, and stuff. It's great. Uh, which is, hey, guys, I guess that's just, uh, they make some offhand comment prior to this where it's like, oh, we were going to demolish the the area anyway or whatever. Hey, I don't care, man. Burn it down, that's what I say. <laughs> so the way they do it is by setting it the fuck on fire with gasoline. It's
0: Absolutely. Just, what the fuck? Suddenly Jug makes his move. He's nosed into first and Chopper follows him. Both Oz and Mega City 1 wait with bated breath as the racers as the race nears its conclusion, but suddenly a gasoline leak appears on an overpass. Gasp! Three- Three of the surfers avoid it, but Nikolai Stahl flies through and is set ablaze. Oh, not good. Real
1: not good.
0: <laughs> Only three racers are, are in, in the lead pack now, and former leader Dallas Hall is falling behind. Jug goes for a shortcut through an old hottie factory and Chopper follows, but Hall doesn't, uh, doesn't. She takes the better part of Valor. The to be honest,
1: I mean she's she's just smart in this case. It seems
0: pretty bad, man. The factory's falling apart, and the flames rage. A wall falls on Chopper, and he's battered but unbroken. As the two leave the factory, they're streaking to the finish line, neck and neck. Who's gonna win?
1: Oh man, it was it was just so awesome how he recovered. So he did get hit. Then he flips and grabs the underside of his board and it rides that way while things just fall on top of the board and not on him. It's awesome. So There's just like a neat like he was just so on his game.
0: Definitely. 50 meters from the line, Fox and they're neck and neck down to the wire. The crowd goes wild counting the meters as they go and the winner is Jock McKenzie. Jock, no. jock, jock, jock. Dallas Hall no. Dallas Hall gets gets third but jugs already doing a victory lap with a trophy he's won three super surfs in a row clearly the best surfer ever he even bursts through an oz map like chopper's been doing this whole epic yeah chopper's totally gutted and the people in Mega City
1: water in total disbelief the how could it be and how i mean he was like milliseconds behind the guy can't win them all buddy you know it's tough out there i just like real good you don't just like hate on a guy suddenly because he was that close to winning.
0: Oh, well, listen, Mega City 1, they are they're always willing to riot and 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 turn on people uh, right away. That's their move.
1: Which is exactly what Judge Trent does.
0: <laughs> yeah. The racers shake hands and Dred walks over. He says it's a shame he lost, but at least that makes it easier for him to take him in because no one cares about a loser. And indeed, we see the truth of it. A disappointed Chopper fan just freaking grabs his TV and throws it out his window. And yeah, that guy's like fuck? five miles up because it takes a long
1: time to fall. <laughs> Dred says... Well, being, and, even, well and, and there's yeah. some setup here because like as... You know, Chopper is kind of floating away from Jug. Jug is watching the exchange between Dread and Chopper. Yeah,
0: yeah, Dread and Chopper. Yeah, absolutely. No, also very I, interesting.
1: I think peep in on on uh, uh, on the Grobbledonk
0: family here as well. Just the people that that are always watching stuff on TV. As the daughter with the mohawk tears up her Chopper picture. Oh, Chopper, yeah. you disappointed me. Oh, <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> so we get like maybe a page or two of just. Announcing as like Chopper is, is like is, is like slowly making his way away from Dread, and Dread pulls his gun on him, telling you know telling him to surrender, like this is your last chance, stop or I'll shoot, all that stuff. Which you know he seems to be just ready for a bullet in the back, I guess. Absolutely, we see it also reflected on this falling TV. But when the TV hits the ground, and, and as Dread goes to fire, he gets smacked in the back. By Jug McKenzie. Good
1: job, Jug. Jug, 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 Jug,
0: Chop <laughs> returns a corner and escapes into the rad back. Dread goes to arrest Jug, but Judge Bruce steps in. Oh, you can't arrest the world champion.
1: A goddamn drubbing dread gets get
0: out of here and listen you want us to put an apb out on to recover chopper but listen you aren't the law in oz and we like chopper man he's a cool dude and he's a hero and if he wants to go fly around the rad back for a while that's fair dinkum friend
1: yeah no he just like straight up fucking face to face with dread like bitch you are not the law here i am the law yeah go home
0: loser and eventually um dread realizes he doesn't have this authority he's gotta leave and as he like gets on his bike like judge like uh judge bruce is straight on like like pointing like go on get out of here <laughs> the yeah. judge cheers him on
1: <laughs> you haven't heard the last of this bruce all
0: right chopper flies over the wall and into the r- into the rad back where will he go what will he do who knows but there's always super surf 11 i guess
1: Oh, man, I hope that that's true.
0: Next time, Mega City 1, the reaction, the end of Oz!
1: Oh, wow. Who oh, boy, it was so fantastic. Totally. I, just this whole, this whole, I, I not epic, mini-epic? No, this is a know, full and, epic,
0: yeah, 26 products. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking about it for half a year now.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the whole, the whole thing now wrapping up felt real good, man. I mean, the, you know, his escape and then their nice little kind of foray into the Jetta um, and then coming back to this just felt really, it was a really great story and heartwarming to your cock. Yeah. And it kind of ends on a kind of on like a disappointing, but, but hopeful note. Like it's got kind of yeah.
0: a, kind of a halo Jones end almost like, you know, he's just kind yes. of going out, you know? <laughs> like- yes,
1: absolutely. And I mean, just sort of the, the kind of symbol of freedom that, that chopper was for mega mm-hmm. city one. Yeah. And, and how quickly they were to abandon that, like, sign of hope. Yeah, they do not care.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, which is,
1: which is nuts. But, you know, Chop's not in prison. He might, you know, who knows where he's going to go. I'm very, I'm, I'm curious as to when he's going to come back as a character, if at all.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about it, all right? Let's talk Oz Fallout here, because a lot of things okay. happen as a result of this story, all right? Uh, first... We, we got the Jutta and, like, the Judge clones generally and concepts of just, like, stuff about the new, new stuff for the past of Mega City 1, factions mm. in, in the Justice Department, and some longer-term stuff that that's going to come from these clones that we'll see uh, later in the prog, Okay. Or later in, you know, as we go through. Second, mm. I just like this general discussion of the larger Dread world, you know, as a nerd, any chance for world yeah. building I appreciate, you know?
1: I like um, Oz. Oz seems like yeah. like the mega city you want to live in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah, and there's discussions about like uh, like pan a- like, 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 like like Pan Africa and mm. like parts in like like the Argentinian Conor or Calcutta and stuff like that. Yeah, those are all kind of interesting. Um, you know, the actual Dread World stuff we'll see is kind of hit and miss, and mostly going to be in the magazine, so maybe not a big deal for you uh, folks. Just FYI, um, but still. Third thing, mega-epics are back, man. Good times. Yeah,
1: finally, right? Yeah, like
0: City of the Damned was kind of an aborted mega-epic. It kind of finished <sighs> quickly. And that was like three years ago. So we've once again managed to prove oh my God. that these big so stories long are ago. viable and we can keep doing them, which is great.
1: Yeah, man. I, I love it when there's a bunch of effort and you can just sort of feel it like in the pages itself. Yeah, just I mean, one big was...
0: connected story is really neat.
1: This is about surfing, for Christ's sake, right? Like, and it's still heavily engaging. Also invading murder, ju- m- murder clones. Well, that <laughs> was, I mean, and sending a nuclear device to a fucking- Always. <laughs> to, an, to an ancient, like, cave-painted yeah. whatever to just blow the fuck out of it.
0: <laughs> Screw you, history. Um, and so just so you know, the next mega epic will be the story, Necropolis, coming in spring mm. of 1990, so a little ways yet.
1: Oh, whoa. It's pretty far.
0: I mean, yeah, like two years or so, I guess. Um mm-hmm. But you, you you can't have one of these every year because you, otherwise you just no, be no, no, having a mega epic and then doing do, dealing with the fallout from the mega epic. You know, like six months of fallout yeah, exactly. And you got to give it
1: room to breathe and and show how the world's changed. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. Um, so fourth choppers alive, baby.
1: I love it. Yeah. He'll Don't die, fe- Chop.
0: Yeah, he'll feature a bit in the next Dread story, and then we'll be back in it for his own thrill later in the year. And just, oh, what cool! what's your appetite? Super Surf 11 may be coming back in like late
1: 1989. Oh, okay. Um, okay.
0: Like, and so in, in the spinnings for this year, actually, I said there was one story that I couldn't, um, that I, I didn't want to tell you the name of because it would spoil you. And it's, and, and it's this one the, uh, the, the Chopper solo thrill.
1: Okay, that's I felt awesome. like that would
0: be like letting you know that like he definitely survives and
1: stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, good call. Thank you, man. Do my best. I'm excited for that. Yeah, and so.
0: This was also kind of hinted like, you know, just to, you know, show, to expose the business a little bit. We uh, recorded the uh, spinny nominations before we did this episode and someone mentioned this. Yeah. But so the biggest thing that, that happens as a result of Oz Fox is that the other uh, writing team for Oz, this stalwart John Wagner, Alan Grant combine, yeah. the, the primary writers, not just for Dread, not just for 2000 AD, but just a huge cross section of British comics everywhere. Yeah. Like if you listen to like Where Eagles Dare, for instance, like they often like, you know, half their stories are written by by Wagner Grant as well, you know? Yeah. But so they had a major disagreement about the end of Oz. Oh. From what I Really a, a real uh does Craven have a PhD style argument. Oh my god. <laughs> but so Basically, from what I can put together, Wagner wanted Chopper to live, and Grant wanted him to die because Alan Grant, as we saw with Wolf, is really willing to kill off his big characters
1: yeah, I mean that that is a pivotal thing that you that can propel a story forward,
0: yeah, so they had a huge argument about it, and it led to the breakup of their of their writing partnership. Are you sick- this yeah all right so I, mean, I, damn. I well i i would also imagine it was kind of time for it like like they've been writing together for like almost 10 years basically and at some point mm. it's kind of like all right we we got to write some other stuff here
1: sure that's um, crazy
0: but yeah this is what it's it's sort of uh, accredited with um well, sort of in in the credits of um i mean maybe that's apocryphal but everything i've read have said that it was over the end of osby
1: wow um, i mean so, so the next it, two yeah. – Does the stories – do stories start going downhill from here or what? I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see, I'd say. I don't think you need them to be
0: together. I think John, John Wagner and Alan Grant are both great writers on their own for sure. But, sure. And uh, we'll see them sort of credit together for a few more dreads, but then Wagner will take up writing dreads solo while Al- Alan Grant takes over on Strontium Dog. Okay, and it's a real right. end of an era, one way or another. For me, this is sort of the final, latest demarcation of this golden age of 2000 AD that we've been talking about. You know,
1: just like, yeah, one like, of the one of the seals has been broken. Like
0: this is kind of the final seal for me because, like I always like Whoa. I I always mark the golden age as being uh, when Tharks had revisited is uh, is done at five hundred.
1: Yeah, and now we're yeah, in sort yeah.
0: of a secondary age, sort of before the fall. You know, again it's coming eventually. My uh, historical accounting of um,
1: the apocryphal nineties, yeah,
0: of a of a two thousand AD. But yeah, it's a big deal. And, you know, we'll see sort of these stories came. I, I will say that there is a a, a a happy ending as Wagner and Grant have in recent years reunited and started writing again. Um, Wonderful. Their big thing is uh, is a Rock of the Reds, which is about um, space aliens and uh, football or soccer, I guess I should say. And uh, a, awesome. A, and, and it's really cool. I believe they just had a Kickstarter for that, for the next edition of that. But it's a good, good series. Okay. Yeah. So man, Oz, that's the whole
1: thing. Live it up. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. All right, good shit, man. Definitely. This was fantastic. Yeah, I thought this thanks was, was for, really fun. Thanks for the Thanks for the high notes on that one. Oh yeah, it, well, it m- keeps me hopeful for dread.
0: Yeah, it is a big change and it is sort of an interesting like a uh, like thing going forward in the story so I definitely wanted to to bring it up. Hmm. Um yeah, and see so things that that are perhaps less epic, Fox.
1: Drill <sighs> five Haphazard. Mm. Oh, script. haphazard for a Starway. Yes. I guess because he's yeah. It's separate from Future Shocks. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. Script yeah. and art robot Steve Dillon, then robot Tom Frame. So Prog 55- Five Sixty Seven is Steve Dillon Palooza Fox. I said this last time. <laughs> um, he's doing art for Tyranny Rex, Rogue Trooper, and Haphazard, as well as writing this third one. Yeah. So we last met Happ and his buddy Tricky back in Prog 561. We rejoin him soon after those events. He owes money. He's on the out with his girl. He's feeling pretty low. Misses the old merchant ship life being out in the void. Though Tricky reminds him that he only did two trips before being laid.
1: I mean, <laughs> you know, he doesn't seem like the most stalwart of people. It's true. Though he does um,
0: have a lot of pride in the merchant spacing guild. Though he's then chided by a bunch of space
1: Navy dudes man never pick fights with like off like you know off duty navy people honestly anybody
0: wearing one of those sailor hats you don't want to pick a fight on no matter what the situation is i
1: mean you know a can gets broken out they consume a bunch of spinach and then suddenly you're getting punched or uppercutted so hard that you're you fly into the ceiling and your head gets stuck in the floorboards
0: G-g-g-g-g-g. Um, it's classic merchant marine versus, versus Navy stuff here and as the fight starts to break out Tricky goes to, goes for help he bumps the into Tricky, Hap's girl Tricky yeah.
1: who by the way may just be the nicest person
0: very nice he bumps into Hap's girl Sharon as she and her friend are quite impressed with those Navy boys though Tricky's like Man, oh, Hap's mean- not so bad Mm-hmm. He, uh, he keeps looking for help. He stops a cab and asks the cabbie if his shit-kicking wife is around. But nah, she's bouncing. But Ron and Luigi Kango are in the back, and he's willing and, – and they're willing to help if just yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that he they, get, they keep getting paid.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so classic showdown kind of situation as Hap thinks he's over – Oh, the Navy guys, when it's really just the twins standing behind him menacingly. Oh, man. Well, um, and
1: holding, like, a traffic sign that he the, pulled out, out of the ground. The ground. Yeah. yeah.
0: As the Kankos walk off, however, Hap insults the twins, and they come back Oof. and beat the shit out of them.
1: Good times. I mean, you know, just keep your mouth fucking shut, dude.
0: Yeah. Come on. Don't, don't borrow trouble, as I like to say.
1: Mmm. That's
0: nice. That sounds yeah. pretty good. And speaking of borrowing trouble, Fox...
1: Oh, yeah. Thrill six, Future Jocks. Uh, I mean, th- okay, I'm going to be very honest and upfront with all of these. Uh, there is only one of these that I enjoyed truly, which is the first one. Yeah. Because it is it is terrifying and actually pretty well written. The rest of this, it's just... I'm looking at you of gluking globs and gloins. Oh, no, that's a bad one, for sure. Oh, it's bad. (laughs) Anyway, I'll I'll let you read things now.
0: So first up, Plastic Surgeon, script robot C. Smith, or art robot Glenn Fabry, letting uh, letting robot Jack Potter. Um, Only time, one of the only time in the progs for C. Smith, but a nice outing for Fabry here. I'm not sure why he's doing Mm. this one for the record. It's his only future shock, and usually he does slain and stuff like that.
1: Um, I mean, he did get to draw. Like we're talking about Fabry, yeah. right? Like we're he did get to draw a, an insane surgery robot. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's so true. That that might have been why, right? Yeah. Like this is this is a pretty gruesome story. At the end of the day, I love the way it's written, however, which is a a uh, uh, it, basically an email. Complaining (laughs) about the actions of an army
0: captain when when people were getting
1: tortured by a fucking robot. Yeah,
0: no, yeah, I love the way this story is told as well. We start with with a base that's extremely aliens, as we see a bunch of future soldiers. Yeah, this
1: really felt nineteen what seventy four. No, like like aliens is like eighty six.
0: Like oh, that's true. With like uh, with like Ripley and the the space marines and all those guys. Yeah.
1: I forgot about that. Yeah, alien, no space marines, aliens, Yeah, awesome space marines.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, someone wake up, pigs.
1: Um, anyway. Oh, so great.
0: <laughs> um, everybody's extremely bored. They're like, re- they're like napping and playing board games and stuff like that. When suddenly an alert comes on. The troops gear up and run for the med bay, and inside they find a very Roy Orbison by
1: way of Mac's headroom and Mac tonight, (laughs) robot doctor. I love I love how he, you know, when they find him, he's just like, ah, my public, you're just in time for Dr. Kilgore's starter lesson in unnecessary surgery. My favorite. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so, and he's just got these giant, like, what, what company makes this giant head robot with sunglasses on and then a buzz saw, and just a bunch of horrific shit. And I a even bunch of, like, like a-
0: terrifying
1: robot nurses as well. Yeah, and he's got a giant crab claw also. And this dude's the just been strapped to
0: a table about to be unnecessarily surgery. And he's like, help yeah, me! Yeah, screaming, help me. <laughs> um... The door is, is locked behind him, although one of the troopers um, gets captured by the nurses. So they got to do it the old fashioned way, climbing through the air ducts into the med bay and blow the hell out of that doctor. You're oh, struck yeah. off, Mac. Ugh. The doctor dies singing my way as the complaint message ends, chiding Captain
1: O'Connor for being
0: overzealous in his tech support. Which,
1: see, I, yeah saying that he should have read the manual and yeah. shit it's just like god damn it
0: oh the, the story ends with the Robodoc sending a message saying that uh seeming like that he was actually sent to sabotage the company so this is for some wow. larger plot and this is a one-off but man i would love to see these ridiculous space marine jerks have to deal with like uh corporate Michigas right. things in the future that's actually, a fun story
1: right like they these are just like the people that you you send to deal with dumb shit well i think they're just or, like random I guess, dudes. I guess like like sci-fi shenanigans you know yeah. what i mean
0: well i i just like to see a series of science of a of a space of a stories of like you know space marini type guys yeah told in the form of complaint letters by like <laughs> corporate types and stuff like that you know
1: strong strong agree it's why it's that this is the only thing that i wouldn't call a future shock
0: yeah this is the kind of interesting one-off kind of thing all right yeah
1: going down the slope here conquering the the galaxy cool.
0: on ten dollars a day uh script about uh, philip barber art about simon harris and letter about Annie half i
1: i feel like we've had this story before in a different sort of way yeah i
0: mean this one feels very similar to that alan moore future shock where you send away mm-hmm. To uh, be become a supervillain and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, we see a weird alien called Blix Mucus. He's selling the book Conquering the Galaxy on $10 a Day Guide to have fun and take over, you know, a big star system. Decent Simon Harrison art here as Haley alien of alien hordes and w- robot war machines. There's mm. jokes about getting your shots so you don't die, die like the War of the Worlds guys. Making sure your name doesn't translate into something silly. Not invading shapeshifter planets, stuff like that. Oh, also... Make sure you're the right size to conquer places. So shout out to the tiny (laughs) invading alien trope. I mean, really. Also, watch out for heroes. We see one of those heroes find this book and start conquering the galaxy on his own. Oh, man, everybody's got the book. They're going to conquer the whole galaxy all over the place. Mm, Next up, heroic. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Heroic failure. script about Alex Stewart, art about Paul Marshall, letting her about Annie Annie Hathakry. First this time, one's,
1: okay, I guess, fine.
0: I mean, it's a one-pager. It's hard to be too angry. Yes, exactly. Uh, first time in the prog for Paul Marshall. He's going to be doing a lot of 2000 AD going forward. Yeah, I like his art. Um, to this day, actually, he's on, He's on. he does art for the much beloved Skip Tracer. And cool. this is, again, one-pager superhero chases a mad scientist, says, stand back, or I'll use my superpowers, he says, standing in an elevator. What powers are those, says the hero, leaping forward? Levitation! Says the doctor, as he's revealed to be standing in an open elevator shaft. Presumably, the superhero falls to his death. Fun stuff. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. Oof. Of glooping glo- of glooking globs. Oh lines. yeah.
1: Oh my god. Can I just wake me up when it's done? All
0: right. Skiff about uh, Connor Corduroy. Uh, Corduroy art by Massimo Benelli. Letting Bellar Letting about Max King. I don't know. A um, oh. bunch of funny words in here. That's all they got. Uh, glo- globs gluking humans The international glo- interdimensional gloob tubes They brain scrotum And eventually pop out gloins uh, Humans are getting their brains sucked by aliens I guess who can help us Grote McCoy The most cliched s- jerk of a superhero He'll just He's such a cliche He makes you throw up With his truth, Ooh. justice, and the American way stuff He'll save the world by flying through the through the air addressing the people of earth with this message of life and liberty across all nations and all languages making sure that only the dumbest jerks survive this uh, seems to include reagan and maybe thatcher lol political commentary and mm-hmm. when the globs go to gluke them they find the humans have empty brains now we'll continue to survive to make small talk and within all that stuff forever
1: okay wow There were so, I I mean, okay, sorry. Maybe I'm not, because I should qualify why I'm upset at this. There are so many words in this fucking Future Shock. Yeah. There are so many words.
0: And like the, uh, oh, like this superhero is so cliched feels like cheap or something. I don't know. I don't like it very much, I guess.
1: I'm just saying this could have been even one to two pages where it's just, you know, they just make everyone dumb. Yep. Whole thing. <laughs> Final Future Shock, disconnected. scripted by John Murphy,
0: art wrote by Massimo Bellarigone, lettering by Jack Potter. Four pager here, and sort yeah. of a steam release valve after the huge Oz finale in Five yeah. Seventy um a man gets a letter at the door pitch black outside says he's passed due on his sunlight payment so it's been disconnected <laughs> he thinks it's a prank but when it's still pitch black when he heads off to work in freezing cold he calls the cops and finds that it's not just some pranking kids he's got to pay-,
1: pay that bill well i mean like why wouldn't you pay a sun bill he's never had to pay that before he refuses to pay and a month later, he's
0: stuck in his house when he gets another bill. His reality is past due.
1: I, I thought this one was pretty good and yeah. horrific.
0: Things get real weird with animated few, animated uh, furniture and a terrifying wall mouth, among other things. <laughs> another bill comes in this time, his ti- and now his time is past due. And he starts shifting between being an old man and a little kid. And now the bills are pouring in. He realizes he's got to start paying some of these, and as he's as his breath comes in short, he searches for the oxygen bill and tries to pay it apparently online through a computer or something. Which you know, hey, yeah, who's to say? When suddenly he disappears, his existence has been disconnected forever. Well,
1: wow. well, he's dead. Pay your bills on time, kids. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> or else I guess it's fine to die what the fuck they will kill you and that's like
0: at least twice as twice as bad as some kind of Dickensian debtor's
1: prison I guess oh yeah Uh, that's true they'll kill you slowly through uh, through you know taking your money and speaking of endless toil and drudgery Fox I have one question for you (laughs)
0: Sorry, I don't. I just, that's actually really mean, and I apologize. No, no,
1: that's that's not me. I thought that was fucking hilarious. But seriously, though, what are your top and bottom thrills for this month? I mean, so uh, this is. I'm just going to make things really easy for us off the gate. So bottom is absolutely going to go to Future Shocks. Don't waste my time. St- like one of these was actually like fucking great, but the rest of the stuff just not into it. Mm-hmm. However, this is mostly so that I can scapegoat those to continue to say, man. I'm really hopeful for, for some of the stuff that's that's uh, going on right mm-hmm. now that didn't end right. So first off, I loved Tyranny Rex like a lot more than I thought I would. I thought it was just going to be something a bit more strange, and instead, it just really sci fied the fuck out of my brain. And again, disgusting ass homunculus makes everything better it's in my true. book. It, it is the most terrifying thing I've never actually thought of before. Now that it's in there, I don't know if I can get it out of my brain. Excellent. Strontium dog, really stoked for. Really interested to see where this goes and who's on Scooby's world. I hope it's like a, a cartoon dog that wants everybody dead <laughs> in some ways. Um, I am I'm also kind of hopeful for the new Rogue Trooper. This is the first time where I feel like a Rogue Trooper has started out and I've been like, oh, this is like, I'm kind of, I'm peaked. Um, at least for a while, like I, I didn't feel that way about hit one until the end of it. That, uh, that really got me, got me kind of buying in. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, oh man, uh, you know, I can talk all day about these things, but there's a very clear winner, Conrad. Oh, that? What's clear that winner mean? is fucking Judge Dread. Yeah. It's, it was so awesome. The whole, the whole mega epic was something I could get behind. And it, it was just from start to finish enjoyable. I do kind of now knowing some of the history that you stated, like I'm definitely more on um what is it, the the Wagner side where I would have probably fucking killed him in a hmm. way, right? Um that's, I think that, that's the Grant side, I think, to, to Oh kill so him off. Grant then. I because I, I think that like while I'm happy that he's alive for all sorts of reasons, I think that, you know, doubling down on, on like who Judge Dredd is, um Whatever it it ended perfectly in my book. I'm glad he's alive or whatever. But uh, you know, I I sort of expected that to happen, but figured it was a bit too cliched, right? Like there's mm-hmm. there's so much opportunity that Dred, Judge Dread has often to you know stamp on freedom with his fucking with his jackboot thuggery that you know it, Chopper not dying in this I feel like is is for the best. Plus, you know, he got a drubbing from another judge. It was just a fantastic fucking thing um and and that's that's really i think you everyone kind of gets that from what i'm saying so instead oh, wait, I of i going, i have
0: i have a question for you actually fox sure. before you toss it on i guess a second question sure which is okay so do you think if they killed chopper that they would have him win the super surf no so you're saying like you want like that the other way would, would have been to have him still lose and then be killed as well
1: I I mean that's how I probably would have written it, right? Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, that's what I'm asking. He he traveled all, well, cuz you know, the the world of of, you know, Judge Dredd and Mega Cities is not a world of fucking hope. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a world where hope tends to get endlessly stomped on um every time you, a little flower grows, somebody somebody drives over that bastard, right? Totally. Um and to have him survive all that way to Oz to still lose even though he got close and to still be proud about that? Um, And then to have lost his life, I felt like would have been a very intense way to end the thing Um, Mm -hmm. and maybe would have just been doubling down on the world. That said, you know, that's also not me giving fucking writing notes to someone who clearly has done this professionally for a very long time. Of course, of course. But, you know, that's sort of what I expected in a way. It was that, you know, some some sort of dire thing would happen because that's how a lot of mega epics end up being harrowing. Yeah. You know? Totally. Um, but excellent. I'm like I like the way that it ended because it it is on this high note which we're not really used to with Judge Dredd so and that's nice yeah Inter- yeah cool yeah that's that's sort of why if I, if any of that makes sense no I, definitely I, I I like my Judge Dredd depressing and horrible excellent <laughs> anyway I you know I've I've heard me talk enough and Conrad I want to know um why you are going to choose the exact same things i did
0: never enough talking for you buddy gotta
1: hear more (laughs) thanks baby um i
0: i will um okay so i'll agree that the top is judge dread man just the conclusion to this um mega epic is really great i hope i was able to sort of bring out at least some some sense of the tension and urgency of this race and stuff like that because i think it's really great um Fuck yeah, man! Choppers, sort of, you know, it's not, it's, it's, a, it's sort of a lower tier or, or, or not top tier, mega epic, but I thought oh, it was really sure. fun. <clears throat> yeah, like I think that just it was really great talking about it and just going through it and stuff like that. I'm very, I'm, I'm really stoked that we've sort of gone through this part and now we're on to the next part as well. Like I, I just really like this story; it's, it's really mm. fun. Um, for my bottom, I'm gonna stick to tradition, Fox. <clears throat> oh, which means that I cannot, in good conscience uh pick true. future shocks as a bottom throw. So I will pick Rogue <laughs> Trooper. Um for yeah, that's that's, fair. that's a, a, a traditional spot, but I also think it was the weakest of the main of the actual thrills in this one. Oh yeah. Like not yeah, counting yeah. haphazard just because because that was a one off
1: big Yeah. And um, I mean I it's yeah. not like you're gonna choose tyranny Rex. So.
0: I'm not gonna choose Tyranny Rex. I can't like can't do Strontium Dog, can't you cho- choose Dread, so it's sort of stuck there. Plus, like, just having that that one-page explainer was a little weird. So, you know, whatever yeah. else. And it's just early days. Early days for, yeah. the, for this rope Trooper.
1: Still needs to prove himself. Still needs to not be the same story rehashed over again. Exactly. That's the proof I'm looking for.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. So, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. As always, you can find Space Spinner 2000 on iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, Spotify, or our podcast site, SpaceSpinner2000.com. Feel free to contact us, SpaceSpinner2000, at gmail.com. On the 2080 forums, or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. On Twitter, at Space Spinner Two K for the to go. The Space Spinner Two Thousand. We should be there. Blah, blah, blah. Whoa, <laughs> that was awesome! Come back next time. As dread is back in the Meg, Rogue starts hit three. Sticks and stones might just break Johnny Alpha's bones. <laughs> <laughs> and sticks is a very special spelling in there, for the record. The it's ABC the sticks brothers. The oh my god! <laughs> the ABC Warriors are back in action. And we'll head back to 1962 for some summer magic.
1: Ooh.
0: Until then, I'm Conrad East Fox, and we are Space Spinner 2000. Splungy Earthquake. it all. <laughs> no one's, no one's going to survive.